So, um, so the Clemson Tigers are going to visit the White House because they just won the college football national championship. Yeah. And um, are they all going? Apparently, they, I, I don't know if some of the players skipped or what have you, but I think like, they've got to do it faster because all the kids are actually graduating. Yeah. But Trump made some comments like, we're having the Clemson Tigers, national champions here, and it's going to be great. I think we're going to have, you know, some like McDonald's, some Pizza Hut, some some fast food kind of thing. Like he named like a bunch of fast food chains. It was like, because I think that's the kind of food that they would want. And like people thought that was just like a spur of the moment thing. But sure enough, this is... <laughs> This is him serving a bunch of fast food on trays. Oh my god! Fuck. Headline: to, This dude to really served Clemson. Students? Yeah, served Clemson boxed up fast food on a bunch of fancy trays. He boasts about getting a bunch of fast food, and he really did it. <laughs> fast what? food and burgers. Like um, I, I don't understand because I think that seems like an out of date old person thing to do. Where it's like kids like fast food. It's like yeah, they do because they can't afford anything else. Treat these fucking. That's kids. the point. They, can do they don't this make on their any own. money, and they're putting their their lives on the line. For your enter goddamn tainment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Give them some fucking steak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't know any better. It's all they can eat. It's brutal. I hate that guy so much. Get the clap. That was the clap. Just then. That was the clap. <laughs> Is Not something Sean one. would say after the clap. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Welcome to Brose, an ED support group. Uh, I mean, <laughs> welcome to Brose, the podcast for those who drink rose. My name is Matt Casnell, and I am joined, as always, by my bros in rose. To my right, Mr. Richard Sweeten. Hey, guys. How you doing? To my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hello. And across from me, reporting live from Newfoundland, Canada, Mr. Tim Hansen. How's the uh, the Great White North treating you? Uh, I don't know. I can't find anything. Boy, that's hard. You'd you, you be able to pay for anything with uh, the loonies and toonies that we gave you before the trip? I uh, just assumed sexual favors would work. Wow. Uh, well, I mean, it's 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 gotten you this far. Uh, so, welcome uh, to episode six point two of the Brose Podcast. If you haven't listened to our previous episodes, they're available on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, and your mom's basement. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, got him. Uh, so, for those of you who've never listened to the show before, or even if you just need a refresher course, uh, Rich, what do we do on the show? Uh, <laughs> it's not so easy, is it? Uh, no. So we we ask we answer questions. Yeah, we answer questions. We we sit around, drink rosé, and answer questions uh, brought to us by uh, you, the listeners, absolutely, and the significant others of those on the show. Um, uh, you can email questions mm-hmm. at brosequestions at gmail.com. I give a lot of credit. I, I literally I did not tell Rich I was going to do. I was just like, <laughs> you tell me now. But yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Nailed it all. questions at gmail.com if you have uh, questions for the show. Uh, before we get to the questions that we have, uh, I think we want to – what do we do? The rosés? We yeah. talk about the wines? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we talk about the wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, the problem is that we usually I, we usually have like an opening bit, but we don't have anything this time uh, because I, I didn't prepare anything. So, uh, <laughs> so I'm going to kick it over to Sean, though, who is our, our current resident rosé expert because you've read – more than a few pages of a book all about Rosé, and therefore you are our new uh, yeah. resident Which, expert. One thing he did tell us, white Zinfandels are Rosés. Yes, white they Zinfandels are, yes. are, are Rosés. Okay. So Rosé is a like a huge umbrella term that uh, ends up encompassing a lot more than you would think. Originally it was just for sparkling uh, reds, like sparkling light reds, but now it's it has grown to... Uh, 
you know. It's uh, encompassing a lot of different kinds of wine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So All right, so White Zinfandel session, I can get a box of White Zinfandel. You can, yeah. We are three episodes. We are three yeah. weeks away from Tim going like, well, on the Kevin Bacon rule, Scotch is also <laughs> like, yeah, it's going yeah. to happen. It's yeah. going to happen. Well, happy birthday! I, so I, 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 we will... still owe you your birthday, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, but that's fine. <laughs> but I, I will. This will probably just be more rosé. So <laughs> I, um, I will, I, I will endeavor to complete. Uh, this rosé book and be the resident rosé expert by next uh, next recording session. Mm-hmm. So on in 7.1, you're about to learn a shitload about rosé. <laughs> Lock it in. Whether baby. you want to or not. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. But my rosé now is uh, Maison Nicholas uh, 2017 Pinot Noir rosé with no tasting notes. And it's pretty good. Okay. Um, it is light. Uh, a little, it's it's sweet, but not because um, rosé sometimes has that like it's it tastes like um, grape juice. It's not sweet like that. It's sweet like uh, like more like um, a cranberry juice or something, where it's like sweet and kind of bitter, but in a pleasing way. Mm. And it's also very refreshing. Huh. Nailed it. Nice. Got there. I don't know how it is tannins wise. <laughs> <laughs> no, not enough tannins. Uh, Mr. Hansen, what about you? Uh, I am drinking 40 ounce rosé, which is apparently a French imported wine. And apparently the company is just called 40 ounce wine. So this is just their shtick. I must have missed it the first time. I didn't know it was literally called 40 ounce wine because it's shaped like a 40, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's it's called 40 ounce rosé. And then apparently the company is 40 ounce wines. And this is their fucking thing. That's amazing. Um, Pick one thing and knock it out of the park. It is not. It's not great. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's not terrible but it is definitely not great fair enough mr sweeten what are you drinking uh i am drinking the best i am drinking uh mommy's time out it's a uh, a delicious pink rosé and uh the, the notes on the back are uh we all know that being a mommy is a difficult job mommy's time out is a well-deserved break this wine is delicate and fruity comes from some of the finest vineyards in italy where the best grapes are v- Vinified, uh, resulting in a long-lasting finish. It is a great complement to chicken or fish, or maybe served as an ap- what the aperitif? Yeah, aperitif. aperitif. Which is, aperitif. Uh, it's af- is that after dinner or is that before dinner? Yes, I think it's after dinner. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is too well refined. Watch, probably. <laughs> uh, but it is very good. Like I, I it just it's juice. It is very much mm. juice, and I like it. I've done a bit of a 180 on my wine. Uh, I have a, I still can't say it though. Uh, it's a Cantina Zaccomini. Uh, it's an Italian rosé, uh, a dry wine. And I've done a 180 on this. And when they say dry rosé, dry wine, I'm, I'm sort of getting it. It really is kind of a mix between a rosé and a normal red. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not nearly as sweet as other rosés I've had, which I think is a testament to the dryness of it. And also, I, I think... The, the rosés that, that the group of us have typically gone for are usually, you know, and correct me if I'm wrong, typically like the $15 and under kind of range. And I would guess that a lot of those, they just, you know, they toss a bunch of sugar in it as well because it's $15. And this one does not have that as much. But it I love red wine. Uh, of, of Before the before the award-winning rosé podcast started, red wine was my typical wine to, to go to. Uh, but... Uh, this is this is a nice mix of the two. So it's got that like refreshing crispness of rosé, but not being like, you know, sugar, 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 sugar. Yeah. So, yeah. So 
Yeah, so that's my thought. Uh, were you were you about to make a point about Rich's wine before I started talking? I forget. Oh, yeah, crap. maybe. I, I was listening to you. I'm trying to amend my words. What? <laughs> Are you okay? Oh, oh, I was, oh, it makes sense that if, if Rich's, ween, Rich's wine is very sweet. <laughs> Don't talk about his ween. Hold on, Whoa, wait. too much ween talk. <laughs> we got another press release coming in from the window. Rich's new representation has uh, some defense. It's <laughs> sweet ween. <laughs> This is the dumbest show. <laughs> so uh, I'm back. Uh, <laughs> I'm back, baby. Uh, so what about my so wine? <laughs> if your wine is is very sweet and uh, that's it, it would make sense that it would be like a dessert wine. So yeah. you'd have it after your dinner because yeah. it's the sweet kind of so, from all the savoriness I, I, of your dinner. I looked up aperitif. Aperitif is before the meal. Okay, then I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. So drink it it's after like dinner, you goddamn as as coward. Afterwards, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, Appetizer, aperitif, same thing. That makes sense. sense. <laughs> it's fair. Uh, all right. So in Sean's uh, right hand, uh, in a minute, will be the second envelope of questions as represented <laughs> and, and by not my ween, <laughs> not his ween. Uh, Sean definitely That's not holding sh- uh, Rich's sweet, sweet ween. Uh, he's <laughs> he is holding the second envelope of questions, uh, which are represented by two, two. Pictures of Josh okay. from the quality Nickelodeon program Drake Chicken and Josh. Josh, Josh Peck. Uh, Josh Peck. As as should be evident by this point in the show, that being episode six point two, that means we are on the second glass of rosé <laughs> for the evening. And if it's not evident enough, we can tell you more about Rich's Sweet Ween later <laughs> in the episode. Sweet Sweet Ween. Uh, so Sean is going to handle these questions. Are Are you ready to regale us with the questions? Sean? I am ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. We're stoked. Ready. Let's nice. go. Okay. So this uh, question was submitted by Matt's mom, Mama Kaz. This always happens. <laughs> <laughs> if she you, supports you, Matt. She what does. Do you want your Matt? mother. Your mother. Goddamn loves you She's and this podcast. She's a sweet. She's a sweet one. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you, Donna Casnell. <laughs> uh, if you could sit down with your 15 year old self, what would you tell him? That is the question. Avoid anyone named Kristen. <laughs> that sounds awfully specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's your that's his fifteen year old self. It's true. Yeah. Or any rendition thereof. No Kirstens. No Kirstens. No Kristas. No Kristens. No Christines. Just don't do it. Okay. All right. I n e n. Fuck it. But it would, would possibly save you a lot, a lot of suffering. So that's good. That's good. Uh, Rich, what would you tell your fifteen year old self? Do your fucking homework. I actually would tell myself the same thing. Yeah. Like, I, my life would be so different if I actually did homework and studied. Like, mm-hmm. I would have, I probably would have been able to, like, be high honors in school and stuff and would have had good college possibilities. But nope, I just said, I want to play video games. Or it might have also been, don't go to Camden County College and just enter the workforce right away. Mm. But uh, yeah. it's either do your homework or don't go to college. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I feel like it would. <laughs> oh, wow, one or the other. All right. Uh, I, I think if if we any of us look back on our fifteen year old selves, there'd just be a lot of like, "You fucking idiot! What yeah. are you doing? Like, you made so many mistakes before now." Yeah, absolutely. You goddamn dummy, Sean. What would you tell your fifteen year old self? I honestly, so in spite of all of this dumb shit, it would uh, do your homework would probably be a big one because the only reason I didn't do it was because I was lazy. It wasn't for any good reason, but like. Um, well, in high school, but, uh, like a lot of the stuff 
despite how shitty the stuff that happened was, it led to where I am now. So if I didn't make all of those, if I didn't do all those shitty things, like if I wasn't in a garbage relationship for three years, I wouldn't be friends with you, mm-hmm. Matt. Uh-huh. And I, and then, you know, I wouldn't have then gone online to find people and then I wouldn't have met my wife. And so right. like all of these, I, we are now the, uh, the sum of all of the experiences that we've had up to this point. So even though shitty things would happen, I think maybe the only thing I, I would say, stop trying to stop leading people on to make yourself feel better. Okay. Like I, I would, I think I should have, uh, been more, uh, self confident, I guess. Cause I would do that sometimes. Like I would lean into relation or not relationships, but I'd like lead girls on cause it felt good to get that validation. Yes. And because I wasn't happy with myself, and so I think I would tell myself, like, chill, you're, you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're going to be okay. It's going to happen. Someday. Yeah, stop fucking yeah. with people just to make yourself feel better. I think that's fair. Like, I'm at a weird impasse where I would be both telling myself, do your homework and also, like, be willing to take more chances uh, and, and sort of be, like, I was j- a, a, an incredible, like, for the most part, like a goody two shoes in high school where it was like I was slacking off and not doing my homework, but it was just so I could play Madden for four hours. Like it was it was not yeah. to be like, oh, man, I'm out like drinking with the boys at age 16. <laughs> uh, it was just I'm, you know, I'm I'm an asshole. So as I, was, I was playing video games. So uh, I think it would be some combination of the two. Um, uh, and it, it would be it would just get as many experiences as possible and don't be comfortable like get comfortable getting out of your own comfort zone and don't just settle in with the same stuff that you do all the time because i I would like i would i would go like you know if i was playing basketball i go to basketball practice and i go home and i'd you know fuck off and play video games like like it's it's just whatever it is whether it's homework finding a, a sport or a trade or what have you just do something else besides the norm every single day yeah mm hmm yeah, I, I really like Sean's point about us being the culmination of our experiences and all that. And yes, yeah, shitty stuff sucks, but it makes us who we are. Yeah. And I, I it, it's a fantastic point. The only reason I would tell myself to avoid Kristen's. And honestly, I could just say the first one is because <laughs> then I would <laughs> I would have met Martha like 10 years ago. And I would have been oh, much farther along in this process. Really nice. and I, <laughs> <laughs> is this fair? That is fair. Yeah, that's a good be, reason. Be, because that one, just like I, I lost touch with that friends group. It was very much like I'm a satellite friend that Matt won't let me go. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no. So, so it's like all those parties or all those events I never showed up to. I'm fine. I find out that like, oh, yeah, I know. So and so I yeah. was there. I was at this. And I was like, oh. I wasn't. No, the whole I should tell you to be honest with you. The whole the whole reason I kept getting in touch with you is because I know a Tom Hansen that I really wanted to invite <laughs> to parties, and I kept hitting the wrong button. I was like, oh god damn it, this kid keeps you showing fuck. No man, no. I'm, I, I'm glad. I love you, buddy. I'm, I'm really I'm really glad that that we maintained it through uh, whatever thick and thin that you and I had uh, in our individual Jokes. lives. And and again with the the learning from your experiences point, like I was a genuinely not a good student. Like I, I, I would be very often on to my commitments to my studies, whether I was in high school or college. And then I went back to grad school. And even though I was looking at a bunch of like undergrads, I felt like I was looking at my 15 year old self. And I was like, I can't believe you're, you're showing up to class. Like you definitely look like you're drunk. <laughs> and like, it, it, I cannot believe you're doing this. And I felt like even though I didn't show up to class drunk, but I felt like I was yelling at my 15 year old self. Mm-hmm. 
and, and I learned from that. I, I was a much better student as an adult than I was when I was 15 or 18 or even yeah. 20. You're also yeah. paying for it. Exactly. That's <laughs> it's you're like, financially invested in yeah, it. Yeah. I think you have – I have a more – uh, solid grasp of what money is and how to get it. And so now, if I were to go back to school now, I'd be like way more... I'd get my money's worth. Yeah. And school is yeah. almost like a transaction at this point. Like when you're in, in college, it's like you are maturing as an adult mm -hmm. and sort of it's a, it's a coming of age experience. And generally, if you go to grad school, especially if you're going with the age that, that we are, it's very much a I am looking to advance my career. I am going to give you X number of dollars and I'm going to get Y experience to get Z job. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So that's not the, the direction that I had to go in, but those are good. Those are good pieces of advice for our former 15 year old mm -hmm. selves. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you're raising a 15 year old, who knows? Like, if you're raising a 15 year old and listening to this, tell them this. So, tell them these four strangers. Save this episode. Yep. Jake is not allowed to listen to it until five years from now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then he'll be ready to hear about your sweet weed. We're ready to hear about please don't date women whose names start with the letter K. <laughs> yes. Okay. Question two, if we are ready to move on. Uh, submitted by Mike McLeod. Hmm. McLeod, do you know? I have no idea. Anybody? New listener, Mike McLeod. Okay. Oh, welcome. Ooh, I think that's how you pronounce that. Is it M-C-L-E-O-D? Okay, yeah, yeah, it's McLeod. Yeah. Okay. Who would win if there was a Mortal Kombat-style tournament with each of your favorite badass action movie heroes? Whoa, okay. All right, so each of us have to pick one action hero. Okay. This is good, so we can get like a four-person bracket going. Yeah. Okay. This is... The, again, the whole palette has been open to us. Oh my gosh, all of them? <sighs> my first instinct is... Chuck Norris. Okay. Chuck Norris, it... it now, it has to be a specific thing. Chuck a specific Norris. Chuck Norris, though. Is oh, it Walker, Texas no. Ranger, or is it, like, another... Because I would go with Rambo. Because Rambo has that, like, stick to Not only does he have the chip on his shoulder, but... He also has a ton of combat expertise and has nothing to lose. Oh, like, it's yeah. a great combination of I'd, of, of uh, motivations. I would say Jason Statham from The Expendables. That's fair. Oh, Jason. I was thinking about that because I thought Sylvester Stallone from The Expendables, and I went, wait a minute. I should go back to the movie in which he got became, the oh. became the guy well, from The Expendables. Well, you know, if we're going to do that, then it'd have to be Jason Statham from The Transporter. Okay. All right. What about from Crank? Oh god! Yeah, I was thinking Crank because, like, holy yeah, shit. he's honorable mention. He survives falling from a helicopter and having his heart removed. What a great goddamn movie! Listen, I just gotta uh, hook this if, car battery up to my nipples. Yeah, case I get if you have not seen uh, Crank or Crank Two, a million percent go watch. Them. I haven't seen That's Crank. They're too, so good, both I, of them. I typed in a. I was trying to find a gif for like Cranky or something like that a couple of weeks ago. And it came up with a the first thing it came up with was a clip of Jason Statham from Crank, and I've never seen it, but it's just him like punching the shit out of somebody. <laughs> on the, on the it's street. so good. There's in the second movie, or I think it's the second movie, he has to maintain static electricity, which he gets from fucking his girlfriend on a racetrack, like on a horse racetrack. <laughs> and he has as, to keep his like BPM up over yeah, like a certain amount or like adrenaline. As he finishes, a horse. Jumps over the camera and he's a giant horse dog. It's it's so on the goddamn nose. It's so good. It's those movies are ridiculous. Now, is he on? Is he on the racetrack because that's just where he happened to be and his heart was? Gonna I honestly, or is it like 
Regular sex isn't doing it for me. <laughs> no. I got a great idea. The Belmont Stakes are this weekend. <laughs> no, he, it, it, he's, that's where he happens to be at that moment and okay. needs to have sex for some reason. Okay. <laughs> what a good goddamn movie. Uh, well, they had the sex scene in the first one where they're in the middle of like, the Chinese market or yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's, it is, those are ridiculous. I would say John Wick okay. would be my pick. All right, that's a good one. Because he is a... Oh man, this, that movie's I only saw the first one. I haven't seen the second one yet, but it's so good. It is. I loved it. Every second of it. Tim, have you decided which uh, Chuck Norris you'd go with? I don't know if I want to do Chuck Norris anymore. Oh, okay. Who are you thinking? Uh JCVD? I was kind of thinking Sly from Demolition Man. That's okay. also a good one. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. So we got Demolition Man, Statham from Transporter, uh, Transporter or Crank, uh, <laughs> Crank, John Wick, and Rambo. Uh, I, I'm okay with leaving the ultimate answer up to the listener. I but think yes. What are your What are your your first? Obviously, we all picked our own, so yeah. we think that we we win. But any, any thoughts on the bracket? Um, I think John Wick's gonna win. Well, I mean, John Wick would be first seed. Uh, I would say. The Stallones would probably be seed four, three and four. I want to change mine. I just I I went Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne. Oh, okay. I want okay. Yeah. So then, again, John Wick is seed one. Yeah. Uh, uh, Demolition Man would be seed four, and I believe Bourne and uh, Transporter would be seed two and three. So okay. it would be one and four versus two and three. Yeah. So we're having Wick versus Stallone and Demolition Man, and then Statham in. Transporter versus I forget Jason Bourne. Jason uh, Bourne. <laughs> you don't even. I'm oh, so yeah. sure that I wanted him, and I was like, I can't remember what his so, name is. So let's let's do Demolition Man versus uh, uh, John Wick, and I'm giving the win to John Wick immediately. Yeah. I don't even. He has nothing to lose. Yeah, he's he's revenging his dead puppy and wife. Yes, I mean neither does Demolition Man because he literally wakes up like a century later and knows yeah. fucking nobody he doesn't even know how the toilets work god damn it yeah that's true <laughs> that's true that's but true this is a closer match than i think than uh than i think the pundits are going to <laughs> give credit to but i'm also going to go with john wick and play in a close bout <laughs> yeah, yeah uh and then the next one is statham versus uh transporter versus born yeah i would go with born yeah i, I would, I would, I would have to go with born so no, the one and two is wick born wick yeah. born and that's where we leave it I up would to the listeners i think that's that it yeah yeah, let's uh, listeners. You know um, who I'm picking, so whatever. We'll send. A, well, I'll set up a poll when this one comes up. Yep, and uh, we'll have the listeners vote. Brose underscore podcast on Twitter. We're also available on Facebook. Uh, follow us, Rich, uh, the social media guru, is going to uh, put up a poll for who's going to win this tournament. Uh, this is essentially what? What is the name of the Mortal Kombat tournament? It's not King of Iron Fist. That's Tekken. <laughs> yeah, I've called every oh, fighting oh, tournament the King um, of Iron Fist. I don't remember. I don't it's like know. an outer world. There's a. No, I don't remember. It's, I, it's, I think it's. I'm pretty Mortal sure it's Kombat. just called Mortal Kombat. Yeah, 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 so. you know, yeah. You might be right. I've seen both movies more than once. <laughs> <laughs> I love. The and we one. didn't pick Everybody any of them, it, but I fucking love it. You love the second one? Yeah. Oh my god, it is. A, I do not like it. I don't care. <laughs> the second it. one's the one where he has the animality, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> uh. That claymation fight between the two dragons is so bad. When I, I when I was in college, I was hanging out with a girl, and we decided for some reason to watch both Mortal Kombat's back to back. I don't know why. Because you wanted to get rid of her. That's that's uh, apparently. <laughs> sure apparently, I just wanted to you know torch that relationship, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we never ended up dating. But <laughs> oh my god, what a goddamn. 
Terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> what What do we have next? Uh, what is your favorite bad movie submitted by Grace Riley? And I have an easy answer for this. Okay. Uh, it's uh, The Room. But I want to think of like an actual answer. Because okay. The Room has at this point transcended badness to be its own thing. There's a movie about it being so bad. Yeah. Like it, it, the whole uh, Disaster Artist movie. Uh, Rich, do you have a... Um, I think it's called Cube. Or The Cube. It's uh-huh. a bunch of people. They're in like a... Uh, like just a single square, but they have to try to figure out how to get out. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's the one guy who's got the mm. brain issue, and like he he's really good at math and stuff. Autistic. That movie. It's autistic. Okay. It's autistic. And he can figure out whether a number is prime or not, no matter how big it is. Yeah. Mm. And that movie is nuts. It's terrible. They made multiple sequels of it, but it's so good. <laughs> Technically, one of those is a prequel. Oh uh, yeah, you find out how the guy became autistic because he wasn't autistic to start. Mm-hmm. Cube. Oh, is that what Cube Zero is? I think so. He like they they uh, lobotomize him or something like that. Uh, as you do when you're yeah. dealing with cubes. Well, it was it was like he's a janitor in this facility and he found out too much. So they're like, nope, lobotomize him and throw him into the cube with the people from the first one. Ah, yeah. Hmm. Tim, do you have a pick? I wasn't actually listening to what this question is. Is it just your least what, favorite? Movie? Uh, no, what's like your favorite? Movie? What is your favorite bad movie? So I think I think the the spirit of the question is what movie that the general like generally people consider bad is your fa- like do you do you what actually I love. like? Yeah. Okay, now Richie's answer makes much more sense. <laughs> is it, like, how do you not like the Cube? My yeah. favorite movie is the Cube. <laughs> uh, oh, no, I thought he was just saying it was a super shitty movie. I was like, it really wasn't that bad. It was pretty good. I I think this might be the second time we've talked about Saving Silverman on this podcast. I'm not positive. <laughs> Saving Silverman is yes. definitely up there uh, because I like it's it's real. It it's very stupid, mm-hmm. but uh, but and and very dated and and, and a little bit uh, cringy and antiquated with some of its humor. But it's you know it's it's a, it, listen. It, it, I watched it when I was like 13. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was funny. Yeah. In terms of movies that I think the general consensus. Not critical consensus because it's not big enough to, to have a critical consensus. But consensus amongst my friends is that this movie is bad. Uh, and that movie is Thumb Wars, uh, oh, which God. is a <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. A parody film made by Steve Odekirk, who is a writer for uh, for Bruce Almighty, among other films. And it's a series of thumbation movies that he does. There's parodies of the original film where all the characters are thumbs with uh, faces like animatronically placed on them and it's you know it's thumb wars and it's low <laughs> ground runner and uh ubi doop and black helmet man uh across the galaxy and it's a parody of uh the first like basically all star wars movies including um all of the original trilogy at oh, least geez. um and it's very dumb, but there are enough <laughs> there are enough uh, funny moments and like little quips in the movie where uh, I'm like, all right, th- this still has it for me. Like, I'll, it'll still make me laugh. That and Thumb Tannic, which is also a movie that exists. Uh, Thumb Tannic might be better, but Thumb Wars is the first one that I saw, so I- I'm gonna go with Thumb Wars. <laughs> I'll be honest. Tim, Tim is is closing his eyes because I've made him watch Thumb Wars at least five times. I'll be honest. In the what? So bad. Five six years I've known you. Never watched it. That's oh. about to change tonight. Uh, <laughs> and at some point, we will we will watch Thumb Wars, unfortunately. Uh, Tim, do, do you have a selection for favorite bad movie? 
My counterpoint is Grocery Store Wars <laughs> with Gross? Cuke Skywalker and Han Solo. Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! That's, a, that's real. And Chew Broccoli. No, it's it's a short. It's not. A, it's like okay. ten minutes long, maybe at most. Right. Okay. Uh, do you do you do you have um like a like a uh, guilty the pleasure? First, the first Dungeons and Dragons movie. Oh God! Mm. I never saw with it. like Orlando Jones or whatever, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. my God! So like, the ending was absolute garbage. I I never watched it. I just know it's bad. It's it's and I probably haven't watched it in a really long time. But it was the first movie that popped into my head that like afterwards I'm like that was a terrible movie, but I really enjoyed it. <laughs> hmm. And that's just what comes to mind. And it's great because a lot of people are like, I have no idea what that is. I'm like, yes. I, I want to bring up something. Uh, you have a point. No, no, no I was just going to make a stupid joke. <laughs> At my expense? So I'm all ears. All I'm, I'm, I'm going to say is uh, once we get our Kickstarter going, are we going to MSTK uh, uh, these movies? That's uh, the four of us being assholes watching this movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm in. I mean, I'm yeah. definitely in. All right. That's just like a Saturday. So <laughs> that's fine with me. I, I want to I take a minute to, to briefly blend the first question and the second one, which is you mentioned the Mortal Kombat movie. And typically, video game movies have been uh, awful. Is, is there a particular favorite that you have in so, terms of movies based on video games? I genuinely like the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> no. I, oh, Sean. I genuinely do. When I was... So I saw it when I was little. We went to the... like the the. It wasn't even like a blockbuster. It was like the mom and pop video rental store. And I got... I got... Super Mario Brothers. I was at my with my grandpa. I got Super Mario Brothers. He got his lottery ticket. We went home. <laughs> and I watched that movie. And to this day, I I love it. And I, I understand that it's not a good movie. I get it. It's not good. It doesn't make any sense in the Super Mario universe. But I fucking think it's so good. And I think it, it's just nostalgia carrying me through that whole entire movie. And I love it. So fuck all of you. Over and over and over <laughs> mm-hmm. and over. It's so good. Noted. Uh, Rich, do you have a pick? Um, mm, terrible video game movie. It doesn't have to be terrible. It's just yeah, like you can just, pick the Tomb Raider movies if you want. I think those. I mean, that's that. That was the first thing that came to mind. Were the Tomb Raider movies? The first one is by far my favorite video game movie. I can't think of any mm-hmm. others right now. The two that I'm thinking of, there's one that was that made it in major theaters, and that was the the first Pokemon movie, um, which mostly because I got the gold Togepi card that that came for free, and like it was like this is my first child experience going to see, you know, first it was the Power Rangers movie, and my parents thought that they were done with that, but little did they know that Mew and Mewtwo have the final (laughs) bow. So gotcha, bitch. So uh, that one's the the major one, but but there's a and there's an obscure Sonic the Hedgehog movie. That's coming out in 2018. No, 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 2019. No, no. no. <laughs> that looks horrifying. Yes, because <laughs> he's like weird, furry, like human. Like Sonic has Sonic has been like doing lat day, and I, I, I don't like it. Like, it's he's like really working on those tries. Um, but uh, so I don't like it. The, the new, the new, whatever new Sonic movie they're coming out with, I'm I'm horrified by. But in the mid 90s, there was one. It was just called Sonic the Hedgehog the movie. It was on VHS, and I rented it with my grandmother. Um, and it's just Sonic fighting Metal Sonic, and it's very 90s anime. Like, there's a lot of stretches. Like, instead of they've replaced the Dragon Ball Z 
uh, clips of Goku or Vegeta like charging for five minutes <laughs> with clips of Sonic just running all, across a terrain, <laughs> uh, which looks cool because it's like, this is my dream come true. I was like 14 when I found out about this. I'm like, shit, this is Sonic and anime. And he's like jumping over things and like, it's all dark. And like, it, it was, it was like an hour long and it's, uh, I, found it on youtube about a year ago it is not good but it, it, i i still will watch it i will watch it straight through it's it's i, I like it oh man tim do you have a pick uh honestly i have to go with sean on this one super mario okay They're, the mario brothers is just it's so good it just bothered Where's me that they make that they made bowser look like gordon gecko from from <laughs> wall street I, was that, I, that, I thought that's that was... part of why it's such a bad video game movie is because it's fucking nothing like the video game like they're just like yeah we're gonna call this a goomba but it's, it's not oh a goomba God. the goombas yeah. are so bad <laughs> yeah. it's they're so, not lizard people <laughs> yeah so that's why it's a terrible video game movie but the story is actually pretty good okay and it's entertaining and it's interesting. Okay. Okay. Quick, quick back to the original question. One more. My favorite bad movie. Spider-Man 3 with Venom. Oh. And the emo Pete montage. Like, oh. That's definitely I, a bad movie. I don't yeah. think yeah, it's yeah, as bad as wrong, people Rich. say, though. I'm, no. I'm going to agree with no. you. I think it's, it's not good. It, it's the worst of those three movies. Yes. But it's better than... I would rather watch that than Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, you're totally wrong. Uh, I mean, I'd have to disagree. Like, I loved the Amazing Spider-Man movies, <laughs> but like Andrew Garfield was great. I, 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 I like them both equally. Like, I, I hold sp- the original Spider-Man three to a a good like high level. Like, I don't think it's as bad as everyone says it was. The original three. If you watch the original three Spider-Man movies, and I say the original three, meaning the ones that came out with Tobey Maguire. Um, like they they definitely they have the right mix of like this is flashy action hero stuff, but it is very campy. Oh yeah, if you look back yeah, at it, yeah, yeah, yeah. you I didn't you know I was twelve. I didn't yeah. pick up on that. No, I no, I th- and I think that kind of carries it now. It's yes. that, that campiness is nice because like oh it 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 recognizes that this is a dumb thing. Well, that's what bothered me about the third one, and and it it's very possible that it might not be as bad as people say it is, but I think that they try to interject that like very emo. Maybe it was like a cartoonish emo and I just haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, it, it tried to inject some edginess to it where it it really didn't need it. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Well, I didn't like it because I already thought Tobey Maguire was a very whiny Spider-Man. Like, I think they made him just too much. And like, just woe is me, mm-hmm. which yeah. is not Spider-Man. Whereas it, Andrew Garfield was the he was that snarky, very like. Confident spider-man yeah so like yeah he did dumb things and he was funny toby yes. mcguire did say funny things but it was funny and just like ha ha yeah it he wasn't even like new of avengers gotcha. one like the infinity war avengers where uh, he's like oh i'm peter parker i am i am dr strange he's like oh i'm sorry we're using our oh, fake we're names. Using our <laughs> i'm spider-man <laughs> the, the, i like that he one is really good too i yes. really like him i, I think, think he, i great. think he's the best spider-man i can't wait till they revive I him inexplicably in the second movie yeah yeah, yeah. Because it's happening. It's okay. going to happen. The new movie comes out afterwards. The next uh, Spider-Man, yeah, Far From the, Home, yeah. comes it, out in uh, August. It is hard to sell people on, like, this person's dead forever if you've already got, like, a film schedule planned <laughs> out. I mean, it could take place before. Yeah, you don't know the exact timeline of it anymore. I mean, I figure everybody's coming back and then Cap is going to die. And uh, yeah, that's fair. They can't kill uh, T'Challa. He's awesome. 
and he's, and, great. I said and he, they also have I said a movie everyone coming comes in. back. No, I know. I, I, I'm supporting your point. I'm supporting your point. Oh, they're going to they're okay. kill him off because he's not coming back anyway. Yeah. Sean, what is the next question? Apropos. Uh, <laughs> submitted by Emily Cooper. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Marvel. DC. Ooh. Whoa, wait. Hold on. Tim, what's your wait, phone? Wait, are you talking to what? Yeah, yeah, it, well, yeah. it just says Marvel or DC. And so if you're talking to movies, the DC movies have not been good. I've seen all of them. They're not great. But um, I like it better. Well, and this is, a, this is a purely nostalgia thing, too. So my dad, when he was young, uh, collected, like, bought comics as they came out. So he has, like, a lot of old comics. And when I was little, I, he had boxes of them, and I would go through and read all of them. So that's what I had growing up was all of the DCs. Like, I had a ton of Teen Titans, and, like, uh, he has the paperbacks, like, the original paperbacks of um, Green Arrow and Green Lantern Go Across America, like, real old old school stuff. And so that's what I was, like, weaned on as in terms of super... That was my exposure. And so I have, like, a very... And I've continued that into my adulthood. Like, all of my comics, most of them, like, the graphic novels that I have are, like, DC ones. I do have, like, Jessica Jones and stuff. But. Yeah. I, I, would, I would have to... When it comes to comics, I'm nil for both of them. I don't know. I don't I don't read either of them. When it comes to the uh cinematic universes, I'd have to go Marvel. No, 100%. I, th- uh, I think even as like a DC fanboy, DC has just fucked it, it up over and over and over again. Except for it, the Dark Knight the Dark Knight trilogy might be the best three superhero yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. If we're going with the sports analogy, like the DC movies have been like the Dark Knight trilogy is LeBron James, yeah. and every other movie is the rest of the Cavaliers <laughs> yeah, yeah. last year. Like, yeah, but, it's like okay, great. But if you're going animated oh, movies, except for Wonder Woman, that movie was dope as hell. Wonder <laughs> Woman was so, and you know what? Aquaman always, is a really great movie. Oh, like, it, they're still not to the point where where yeah. Marvel is, no. but it's they're getting there. They're understanding yeah. they that how ridiculous superheroes are. They need mm. comedy. Yeah. If we're going animated films, I'd say DC's better. In oh, the animated see, aspect. I would agree, which is why I asked in, in reference to what. Because yeah. Yeah. cinematic, yeah, absolutely. Marvel's killing it. But when we go animated, Marvel stuff is just, it tends to be too campy. The stories are too predictable and too like, oh, I know where this is going from minute five. And it's just not good. Whereas DC, it, it delves into that deeper, darker, much more consistently and much better. It, it yeah. depends on what you're looking for. Like if you're going with a very classic look at superheroes where it is, you know, the whole premise of the premise, the whole premise <laughs> yeah. of superheroes is, 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 is quite ridiculous. Like it's these people with incredible powers who run around in tights and do that. If you're going with that understanding of it, then and then Marvel wins out because you've got that campiness, that that more sarcastic breaking the third wall kind of thing. Fourth wall. Uh, how many walls there? There are a lot of walls. Uh, but uh, but DC. If you want something that's a little more realistic, maybe DC is your is your path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that is that fair? I, I, I would that's I, I would yeah, agree. That's I mean, very fair. There are like I think you can find that on if you're looking for it in Marvel, but I think in terms of overall, they've kind of embraced a more gritty is has become synonymous with the shitty movies, but like that's what they're going for, like a little bit more down to earth, less. Uh, even though they're and I think that's just to balance how fucking overpowered their people are like they're like really high like Wonder Woman can do whatever the goddamn hell she wants yeah. and so can Superman yeah and so I think they have to bring it way down like it has like you can't have 
an interesting story about Superman because he just wins. So it has to be about the humanity of Superman. Yeah. And that's why I like them better. That's yeah. and that's and that's the biggest the, the biggest strike against me with Superman. The, the humanity thing is an interesting point that I hadn't considered before, but but as you're indicating, you know, the flagship superheroes of DC are Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Mm. Superman's powers are, you know, Everything. Broken yeah. and, and so they, so they exactly. magically have to like manifest up some Krypton. Like, oh, I can't believe it. There's just Krypton everywhere on Earth now. <laughs> yeah. Well, or and, Kryptonite, and and you've got it. And then the third one is Batman, which is like Batman's very cool, but has no powers. Yeah. Like his powers is he's he's smart and he's stealthy and he's he's in good shape. So like, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's he's ripped. He never, he never skips yeah. a leg day. So Superman is just such a broken fucking character. Well, and, and that's why they they've had to like nerf him a little bit over the last couple of decades. Uh, well, well, the issue with Superman is back when they were originally writing him, they would write the issue, they would write the, the quote, villain of the comic first, and then write how he got out of it. Not, oh, they didn't come up with, these are all his powers, it's, oh, what power can we give him now? That's so, interesting, I didn't know that. So yeah. it's like, oh, he, oh, he's, yeah, that he's chained sense. in let's give him laser vision now. Like right. it's just, they yeah. just wrote like the issue and then the, the solve before. That's mm-hmm. interesting. So it was like a storytelling, like they, they painted themselves into a corner. Yeah. yeah. And so now I think the, the kind of rodeo that they have to do is, or the acrobatics, I guess, is that they have to, you have to just at the end of the day, make, since he can win any physical challenge presented to him, it has to be more an emotional situation that he has to deal with. Yeah. Like the ramifications mm-hmm. of being the most, powerful thing that exists like yes you can you can fight in a city where everything can get destroyed but should you yeah maybe maybe take them 15 miles out of the city Mm -hmm. where there's not as many people Mm -hmm. it's fair um there's one issue where he literally fly he can't beat somebody he's not strong enough so he flies and he chills in the center of the sun for like five minutes yeah yeah and then he comes back he's like i'm supercharged Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that? So you're DC, Sean. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rich, you are Marvel? Uh, for the most part, Marvel, but it generally de- depends on what we're talking about. Yeah. So it depends on the medium. It depends on the medium, yeah. Okay. Uh, Tim? Uh, I agree with Richie. It depends on the medium, but I do tend towards DC. Okay. I, I tend towards Marvel, and I, I would agree. I think the animated series for DC have generally been better. Like, if you look back at any of those, like the... 90s Mask of the Phantasm the Batman animated series fucking oh oh, the Batman animated series is really (laughs) good DC knows absolutely what they're doing with animated it's amazing it's hard to keep up there was a late at night about seven or eight years ago Spider-Man and Iron Man like the 90s cartoons came mm-hmm. on and the dialogue is a mile a minute and I was like I, I can't keep up with yeah. what's happening like yeah. this is crazy like they, they're they have dialogue on top of dialogue it's 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 nuts so yeah, DC definitely has the edge there I would say yeah. So. yeah and that's and I think a lot of our generation's exposure was those like the Justice League show and the Superman show and the Batman show, Batman especially. Yeah. Yes. Which are which hold up if you you can go back and watch Batman now and it's worth it. Absolutely, it's it's they're they're, they're still making so good. like short films in that style now with that same animation. Style. Yeah, they came yeah. out with um yeah yeah uh, the Killing Joke was that same animation style. Yeah. Was it? I thought it was more updated. That I didn't was see more it updated. Yet, it was the uh, Gods and Monsters was an Elseworlds story. It, 
Okay, this is, this, is way, this is way in the weeds. That's exactly what Emily Cooper had in mind. <laughs> Let me push um, the bridge of my glasses up. There we go. How, how many questions do we have left, Sean? Uh, we have uh, two questions left. Two questions. All right, we're, All right. we're doing good then. We can, we can move right along. Okay. All right, so this is submitted by Grace. We're just really leaning into this nerd shit. <laughs> I love it. We found our niche. What is your starter Pokemon? <laughs> Which gen? Whatever one you want. You know what? No gen specific, just what Pokemon do you want to start with first? Out of all 809 of them, how which one? No, 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 no. Wait, wait, no, no. Not not including legendary. Which is your starter Pokemon? So it's any generation. You can't start with Mewtwo. Not including legendary. But I'm talking we're talking um Scott. We're talking Charmander, Bulbasaur, Squirtle, Pikachu, Cyndaquil, uh, Trico. All those things. Uh, yeah, that's those the three that you can. You could open the game with it. That's that's what it is. So Pikachu, I'll I'll put in there even though who the fuck is gonna pick Pikachu? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say Charmander was my go-to because I thought it, it's because it turns into a badass dragon. Yeah. And it, honestly, fuck you if you don't agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dragon. Yeah. And that was like the, that, that was the ultimate delay gratification because uh, the first uh gym, the first boss in in that game. Is all rock. The first two, so it's it's all it's rock, water and, and then rock, water, <laughs> which is like the the exact problem that you have when you're fighting with that. If you have a grass type, great. If you have a water type, great. If you have Charmander, you're fucked. Yeah. So, but if you win those, then you get a dragon at the end. <laughs> so, if you can survive, awesome. You get a dragon. Yeah, and it's not just the boss, but like there's a whole cave which is full of rocks. Yeah. Like it's just it's just all stuff that would fuck you up. Um, Dude, Mount Moon was a fucking bitch. Yes. 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 So I'm – I have Let's Go Eevee. Um, my, my wife got that for me as a anniversary gift, which shows you what kind of adult I am. <laughs> uh, and, and it's – and I I loved it. It was a lot of fun. It was, it was exactly – it's a remake of like Pokemon Yellow basically. Mm-hmm. But you can pick Pikachu or Eevee depending on – or which version you have. And Eevee becomes very broken because you can teach it. Um, like basically any any type of move, so it can learn a grass move, a water move, a fire move, an electric move, and then you just wreck <laughs> yeah. everyone because you can pick any type, and, and it's your strongest one coming out of the gate. So I'm not going to pick that one. I'm going to pick Squirtle because in the original ones you could teach Squirtle a variety of moves. So Squirtle's weak to electric and grass. Mm-hmm. Yes. But you could teach it Earthquake uh, and you could teach it Ice Beam. Mm-hmm. So that would negate those two. So because I'm a cheap bastard, I will go with Squirtle. <laughs> I, so here's here's some here's like some next level lame shit. Here we go. In the first generation, the move slash the critical hit chance was based on your speed. So Uh-oh. you so if your speed was high enough, you could get a critical hit with Slash every single time. It was like a ninety six percent chance, and Charmeleon learned Slash, and I kept it the entire time. And this is like before I knew this, and I was just like, "This move is so good. Why would you ever get rid of it?" Because <laughs> I just use like, it all the time. Help. and it's always yep. double the damage. Yeah, every single time. Do you have a pick, Tim? Um, uh, Squirtle. 
Yeah, there that's we right. go. That's more like That's a good pick. Yeah. I'm not going mean, to... He also turns into a tank. A turtle right, that's tank the thing. Like, it's, it's like, you're not going to get better than a flying... Mm-hmm. Not flying dragon, because it's a dragon, of course. <laughs> but, but you're not going to get better than a fire-breathing dragon, but like a turtle with cannons on its back is pretty solid yeah. at the end of it. Yeah, like optimally, and I think... I, I think it's every generation. I could be wrong, but at least in Sun and Moon, and absolutely in the first three gens, if you start with grass... It's the easiest one to start with, yeah, because right. it lasts the longest against whatever you're going to run into. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas the other ones, like fire, is typically the hardest one to start with, and then I don't, I, water is just kind of like middle of the road. But Squirtle's the first one I picked because as I would watch the show, I'm like, oh, I could do that voice. Squirt, squirt. Uh, Rich, what is your pick? I, I'm putting a lot of. You might have a more vast this. knowledge of this whole oh, universe I, than us. I, I'm uh, one of two. Um, it's either going to be Torchic or Faroki. Torchic turns into a uh, fighting flame bird. Okay, oh, yeah. And Faroki turns into a water ninja frog. Greninja. Greninja. Okay. So it's either Blaziken or Greninja. Starter? Yeah, Faroki's a, a starter. starter. Yeah. I would not know. It was a third generation? Uh, fourth generation. I know I yeah, had it. Was, uh, it was I much further in. It, I stopped playing at that point. It was X and Y, I believe. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So that was f- fifth generation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's Greninja, and yeah. I haven't played an authentic Pokemon game since like Crystal, like Gold, Silver, and all them. But I, my guess is that they came up with Greninja first. Because Greninja is a fucking awesome name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they yeah. worked backwards from there. Oh. So, like, all right, how are we going to retro? How are we going to get to Where does Greninja start? Uh, you yeah, can't start Greninja. The coolest right. thing is, like, his little ninja, like, uh, like, like headband slash tassel, whatever you would call it, that, like, if he's running it's behind him, is his fucking tongue. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just ah, his cool. tongue is just flying, flying <laughs> behind him. Yeah, it's dope. All right. Uh, so, you get pretty, pretty. I think it, it dates us. Pretty well though, and it also shows like I picked Char- I picked Charmander because because of that. But to be clear, I have played every single Pokemon game that has come out. Okay, like every yeah. every main title. I okay. haven't played like Pokemon Mystery Dungeon or any of this. Yeah, but I've right. played I've played and beaten and all the and, colored ones. Yeah, uh, gold all the colored ones. Yeah, all right, all right hold on. <laughs> let me, let me hey phrase now. this. <laughs> all of the all the core titles. Yeah, all, all the, the core, core titles. titles. Like, I've, I've played. I think. I've played all but maybe one set. I, I might have uh-huh. played them all, but I know I didn't beat them all. Yeah. Uh, but I do know majority of the starters, and I tend to always go with, um, with fire starters. Me too. Ex- uh, except in Sun and Moon, I went with the grass one because it was a cool owl. It was very cute. He's so cool. Um, mm-hmm. the only I the only reason I think I still went with uh Skitty just because. It was a freaking fire cat, and uh, it's adorable. Litton. Wait, Skitty? Litton. Or no, not Skitty. Um, Litton. Litton, that's it. Litton. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying it until you hear me. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me let me turn Tim up in the mix a little bit. I mean, it's maybe, maybe, maybe that's the problem. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Skitty, Skitty is a Pokemon, but it's not the fire starter. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I think uh, we, we have, what, one more mm-hmm. question? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, this is the last one. All right, this is from Steve Burns. Oh, boy. Yes, Steve. All right, so if Gritty was running for president in 2020, what would three key tenants of his... Okay. All right. Sorry. 
You're Someone right. had a typo. <laughs> so, Steve. Uh, if Gritty was running for president in 2020, what would three key tenets of his campaign platform be? Well, obviously ending the drug war is the first one. Ending the drug war. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Gritty ending the drug war, really? Yeah, he's ending yeah, the, the war on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, he's oh, allowing war on drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's legalizing he is, drugs. He is, he's yeah, a, never he's mind. He's fight like, throw the cocaine <laughs> at him. That's right, yeah. Never mind, sorry, I missed. Yes, yes. It's gritty, yeah, so yes, that's definitely one tenant. Uh, what would the other three two be? Uh, uh, redistribute the wealth. Yeah, because and Antifa has <laughs> co-opted him as their their mascot now. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I suppose yeah. <laughs> so yeah, end the drug war, redistribute wealth, and uh... three gets you pretty far in a presidential campaign. <laughs> so we we need a third one. Um, I don't know. <sighs> See, we're all genuinely thinking about this. This is, this is, this is really tough. So. It's definitely the drug thing, and I, I he seems like a pretty accepting fellow. Yeah. Like, it seems like a, a general equality message among him, whether it's race, sex, creed, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's going to be a tenet yeah. of his campaign. Yeah, I agree. Like, you look at him, and he's the the poster boy for not judging a book by its cover. Agreed. So, uh, that, that's got to yeah. be one of them, even if it's not like the so, main plank. So, yeah, ending the ending the, ending the the drug war, equality for all, and uh, redistributing the wealth. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'd vote for Gritty. So, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. He's <laughs> the yeah. real question is, who's Gritty's VP? Swoop, Claude Giroux. <laughs> Fucking not Swoop, get that shit out it's of here. hip-hop. 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 <laughs> I take hip-hop. Definitely hip-hop. No, we lose. We're going to lose if the cops are <laughs> No, it would have to be the fanatic. Oh, yeah, you're right. It would have to be. His, yeah, well, his, that's that's like an Obama-Biden thing where you got this young hip dude and yeah. then the old codger behind him. Yeah. The old codger, like, occasionally molests somebody they're not supposed to. Like, Yeah. And I've if, seen if this last election is taught us anything... <laughs> If this last election has taught us anything, is being sued a lot is great for your campaign. So the Pretty fanatics soon. got it in yeah. spades. Absolutely. Like he's there's a lot of lawsuits for sure. Uh, and <laughs> and uh, again, they're similar enough, but with slight differences. They could they could bring in a very wide swath of voters, I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. Gritty. We got the we got the campaign. If you're interested in somebody to manage your campaign, brose.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, yes. that that's it for round two, isn't it? That is it for that's round everything. two. All right. So we're on to round three, which is, of course, our third glass of wine. So while we light it up a little bit more, uh, Rich, uh, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find you on Twitter? Uh, you can find me at B underscore one ounce. Mr. Hanson. At Tim R. Hansen. Mr. O'Brien. At Hey, it's SOB. And I am available at MKASNEL, M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The show, of course, Rose underscore podcast. Uh, and you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Apple, uh, Google Podcasts. Stitcher. 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 Stitcher's the other one. That's it. That's it. That's are it. we on Stitcher? We're on Stitcher. Yeah, we are on Stitcher. <laughs> the <laughs> only thing we're not on is iHeartRadio. <clears throat> Uh, and I just found I special for Yeah, apparently oh, you okay. do. Well, isn't iHeartRadio like I thought that was like an aggr- like they they pulled actual radio stations. I I looked us well, up. Well, they're doing podcasts now. Yeah, they, they just okay. started doing podcasts. So. Okay. You know what I want us on? Five has been pushing it big. Are they okay? You know what I want us on? 
This is this is my under my uh my my wish list item for the end of the year. The NPR one app. <laughs> I really want us because I heard uh, Deadspin has a podcast has their 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 weekly podcast, the Deadcast, and they're for some reason on NPR one. <laughs> and if I'm like, if they can do that, we absolutely can get on there. We just need to get in contact with them and see if they'll publish us. All right, Terry Gross, your move. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, we, you live in Philly. We kind of live in Philly. Yeah, we're we're, we're like 25 minutes away. We can definitely yeah, do this. Let's have dinner or something. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, until we get on uh, iHeartRadio and NPR one and all the aforementioned apps, you can find us on basically any other podcasting service. Uh, say goodbye to the gentle listeners everyone. Goodbye to the general listeners, everyone. Bye. For Tim Hansen, Sean O'Brien, Rich Sweeten, and the entire Action News team, my name is Matt Kesnell, saying have a great night, and as always, a very pleasant tomorrow.